Hey, it's Kelly O'Neill, and you're listening to Kelly O Says, a podcast for parentpreneurs, parent entrepreneurs, building online businesses and raising great humans. Have you ever sat there and thought, help, Kelly, I don't know what to sell? We're going to talk about that today. Hey, it's Kelly O'Neill. A lot of times people come to me and they say, I have this great idea to sell stuff online, but I don't know what to sell. <laughs> Maybe you know the, how it kind of works, or some people are even new to online selling, been at a just job, and I mean, obviously a lot of people know how email works, or they bought things online, they've even been retargeted a few times from Amazon, but not really sure how to sell anything online, or what they're going to sell, or who their ideal client is. You know, it's a lot of things that go into hanging your shingle on the internet. You know, there's more to it than just hanging your sign out, putting your .com and saying, hey, buy from me. Believe me, <laughs> I've tried it. You know, just put a web page live and expect the traffic to come automatically. Well, that kind of worked about 10 years ago, thanks to SEO. It doesn't exactly work that way now have to think a little bit more about who we're serving. You'll hear a lot of people talking about just give information and put it out there. Let people know who you are, establish yourself as an expert, and people will flock to you. Well, kind of works that way, unfortunately, I have to tell you. It doesn't really work that way either. Sometimes when things go, don't go the right way, it's... And I hate to say this, but it's kind of for a reason. It makes you go inward a little bit. If everything is just so easy, we don't really learn anything about the journey. If we throw something out on the internet and all of a sudden we're millionaires, what have we learned in the process? Yes, money's fantastic. I like money. Money pays my bills. Money buys my food. <laughs> so don't get me wrong here. But I'm digging a little deeper on that so that you can scale and replicate your success. You know, we, we've heard a lot about one-time wonders for, uh, you know, a song or something, and, and one song goes great, and then they don't really know what it was that resonated with their audience to be able to duplicate that again and scale it to a whole album or a tour and then a lifelong career, right? And with so many things changing the online world, we have to have our core set up, our core offers, our, you know, what is it that we're, who is it that we're serving and what is it that we're offering? Now, don't, that's not to say that you can't change your business or change your focus when things aren't quite in alignment or they're not quite working out. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It came up today about earlier with, um, with a coaching client that she said, how long have you been doing this? And you know, I think, gosh, you know, I've been in the long online space for over 19 years, but my focus has changed because the market has changed. Now, I started out, if you want to hear more about my origin story and how the whole big long story happened, go back to, I think it's episode one or three, where I talk about my first businesses um, in MLM of all things. And my first long-term business, which was a medical transcription company, but I re we really have to look at who our customer is 
And that can change just because whatever you're doing today, maybe it works for a little while or you start it and you hate it, doesn't mean that you can't switch things around later. A couple years ago, I was more into corporate marketing. I had the big fat cat contracts. I thought, this is it. I love this. The money was fantastic, but it ate at my soul. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the people I worked with, but I didn't have a direct impact on small businesses that I wanted. Now, the small business who hired me is sort of or kind of a third party in this whole scenario, more than one scenario. Um, you know, we worked, we, we shared clients and we referred to each other. Uh, it was a nice setup, but the big fat cat corporate contracts, I didn't have the direct impact that I wanted. And I really had to change my customer and serve a different customer um, because I was selling the wrong thing. And it wasn't that the marketing technology was the thing, but it was the strategy for growth that I was after. It was for a certain client. For me, it was parentpreneurs. And who was the best fit for my thing? The best fit wasn't the big corporate client. Does that make sense? So a big corporate client wasn't resonating, even though marketing strategy kind of is... Even though the technology changes, it's kind of the same steps, you know, um, to go go to launch. And I was deep into data analytics and making things go live. Um, but it was really kind of the core of what am I selling? And for me, it was really important to sell sell the strategy that gave people the dream. So if I'm on a corporate team of 300 people, am I as, a, as effective? And even two years later, I'd say a little over two years later, thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> because the pay was a lot different, right? But then I found a system that kind of worked for me. So it was, not, it was sort of the underlying marketing strategy, but it was the supporting marketing technology, the operations of it all that I always said, use the tools available to you to make your life easier. I mean, I've said it over and over and over again to my coaching students and my clients. And I found better, newer tools, I guess you could say, that work better together. And I ended up dumping my entire system. I was using um, Entreport and I moved it over to ClickFunnels. It sort of saved, saved me, really. The reason why I say that is because I no longer had to work on, you know, I don't know WordPress. It's not my jam. You know, it is for some people. And some of my clients are even WordPress developers. But I need, every time I needed to change something, I had to have a developer. Every time I needed to change a graphic, obviously, I needed to hire somebody either on Fiverr or find um, a designer. And it was hundreds of dollars. So when I... I would always kind of tool around and and see if something would resonate with my audience before I made it live because it's a lot of money, right, to put it out there. But ClickFunnels allowed me to make a bunch of changes and put things live and lots of iterations of the same thing a lot quicker. But it, it also gave me a whole different 
um, stream of income because it introduced me to affiliate marketing. Now I knew about affiliate marketing. I had e-com and Shopify, Etsy, affiliate marketing students in my class, but I didn't really look into it because remember I had the corporate marketing head, right? <laughs> and it, I, I realized there's a whole lot more opportunities, a whole lot more streams of income. And in, really, I call them streams of opportunity, not really streams of income. It just majorly blew my mind. I could still serve the customer that I wanted, the different customer that I wanted, instead of serving the wrong thing to the wrong customer, right, or the wrong client, I can now serve the right thing to them. Because I'm, I'm teaching what I'm using, right? And finding the best fit for my thing, it was like, it's still, I'm sitting here today and I'm just like, psh, my mind is blown of all the different things that I can now do still within my little micro niche of, at-home parentpreneurs. Now, I don't know when you're listening to this, but right now it's like totally, you know, online world is totally on fire. Now, when I started, I didn't tell anybody I worked from home. It, you know, people would go, oh, you work from home? <laughs> and I didn't tell anyone that I worked remotely. It just wasn't a thing. And now it's weird if you don't have a side gig or you don't have a full-time business. It's like, what's wrong with you that you can't support yourself working from home or working online. Uh, so it sounds kind of weird to say it now. Or that, you know, because people start one or two or three businesses all at once. I really don't advise that. It, it Now on this side of it, it, when you get your focus and you look at one thing, for example, if you look at, tried out affiliate marketing and you really, really like that, then you you had maybe a good month or maybe even a good two weeks. And then you said, I'm going to open a Shopify store and I'm going to start selling e-com and now I'm going to do this. And now I'm going to do it. You see how the focus switches and you're back into that, I don't know, empty pit of you're serving the wrong customer, the wrong thing at the wrong time. And you're back to the drawing board. So if you find something that works for you, and you know you're happy with go all in on that definitely but when you're trying to figure out what do i sell if you don't have your own product go the affiliate marketing route sell someone else's product we do that a lot think about all the things that you've bought have you ever had a garage sale have you ever sold your used car or your old tv it's the same thing it's just a different way of doing it and probably a higher profit margin because some of these affiliate marketing products have a pretty high margin. Some of them, they pay you 25 to 40. Sometimes I've seen just one recently in the last 30 days that was an 80% margin because they were beta testing it. That's kind of huge. So could you buy your TV and resell it the same day or even two weeks later for 80%? Profit margin, I don't know, or a uh, commission, sorry. So if you don't know what to sell, you don't know who your customer is, or what thing you have, start there. You can at least get your feet wet, get familiar with 
what is available online. There's a lot of tools, a lot of coaches, a lot of different mindsets and avenues. Some teach only the sales part of it. Some teach the strategy. Some just teach the mindset. It's not that anyone coach is wrong. It's just a different approach. And you'll find somebody that you that you mesh with. It might be that you are strictly numbers person and you are all about the data and the strategy and checking off the boxes. And you can leave all the creative stuff to somebody else. That's cool. You might be the opposite. You might be the creative person and technology scares you to death. And you would rather have a plug and play type thing and have someone just give you done for you templates that you can drop in your creative pieces and hit the live button and be done. You see, there's all different kinds of ways to do it. So if you don't know what you're going to sell or you don't know what, what uh, product or what possibly who could be your customer, start there. Start small and just kind of dip your toe in the water but when you find something and you, your mind starts whirling and you can't sleep at night, <laughs> that's when you know, don't sit on it. That's when you know that really jump in there and go for it. Don't wait. Don't think, oh, I'm going to see how this plays out. Because if you wait, somebody else is going to take that. Maybe not take your idea, but somebody else is going to run with it. And it'll be six months later and you'll be kicking yourself because you had that idea and you didn't run with it or you didn't get in early, or now everybody's doing it, that kind of thing. Like, whoops, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just hit my keyboard. hope that wasn't too loud. But I have been there where it's like, oh, I wish I would have done this when I first heard about it, or when it first, you know, not really get on the ground floor, so I don't, that's too, too much of a blanket statement, but it's like, when I know I can do this, but I don't know how. Just start doing it. The how will, it'll figure itself out. During the process, you'll find the tools that you have to plug in, or you can Google stuff, or you can get in Facebook groups and ask questions. That's the fabulous thing about the online world right now, is we have everything at our fingertips. Finding out those little, the little niches and the intricacies or what is going to work. It's just trial and error. Everything's just a test, right? So test a few things out. Give it a shot. I'd rather you do it, try it and do it, right? And fail than not try it at all. Because that's the killer. Not taking any action is the killer. All these ideas in your head, ideas are easy. It's the execution that's hard. So what is it you're going to sell? Right, get, grab a piece of paper and a pen. What is it that you're interested in? Because you really don't want to be selling things you're not interested in. That doesn't make sense because you won't have any passion for it. The, the, content, the content won't come to you. Um, the ideas won't come to you. So what is it? Just jot down 10 things you're interested in. Are you know, into fitness? Are you into fishing? Do you know all the different types of lures that you need and what they're made out of? The, the good line versus the um, bad line to use. I guess the, the lines are weighted or how big the lure should be, deep sea fishing versus freshwater fishing versus offshore fishing. I don't know, I'm making this up, I don't fish. <laughs> but you see what I mean. What is it that you're passionate about? Do you know tons of information about photography or even 
professional photography versus just pictures with your iPhone. There's a guy that did a whole course on iPhone photography and is now a millionaire. And maybe when you're listening to this, there's a different type of phone. Maybe you're an Android person. <laughs> you could do an Android photography school. It's online. I'm sure there's probably something that you are really good at or you have in-depth knowledge of that you don't need to fill a four-week course on. Just start with an ebook. Just start with your information. See who's interested in it. What kind of products support your particular hobby. Could be what type of yarn if you're a knitter, what type of needles, where to get great designs, how do you, do you uh, create your own design? How does that all work? Perhaps other knitters need that information as well. You don't have to be the best knitter in the whole world. You just have to have some information that somebody else wants. So what is it you're going to sell? Who are you going to sell it to? Who's the right customer, right? And let me know what you come up with. I'd, I'd love to find out. I'll see you on the next time podcast.